Hey, this is Leo and a big welcome back to The Sound Museum, the music podcast that explores that personal connection we all have with the music that we listen to. Firstly, a massive thank you to everyone who has listened to the podcast from the start until now. I greatly appreciate your support. And the lovely listeners who have enjoyed my limited podcast series, Australian Idol and Beyond, thank you so much for all the feedback and the comments. I greatly appreciate it. It was so much fun going back and highlighting the contestants from that first season of Australian Idol from back in 2003. So much amazing talent from that season. And more importantly, they've all gone to have great careers in different parts of the industry, whether it's as a recording artist, television, film, TV, and on the theatre stage. So now that the Australian Idol and Beyond limited series has concluded for this year, this week we're going to go back to 1983 and shine a spotlight on a very special album that I loved as a kid. But first, make sure you like and subscribe to the podcast on your favourite podcast provider. That way you won't miss any future episodes. Now, if you listen to your podcast on Apple Podcasts, make sure you leave me a lovely review. That would be amazing. And on Spotify, you can leave a star rating. So 1983, I was eight years old, about to turn nine, and by that stage, I was really heavily into music, whether it's listening to songs from the radio, playing cassette tapes and vinyl on my record player. Looking back, I can't believe how we got through life without things like the internet, our mobile phones, and DVD players and television and technology. Back then, it was so organic. You only really found out about a new artist or a new album by the radio or sometimes on TV, in newspapers, in magazines. But it was such a different time back then. 1983, I remember going to the park at the back of our place with all my friends. My parents always said to me, look, just come home when it's dark. (laughs) So it was really, really common to sort of go into the park with my friends and just play on the kids' playground and, and hang out with my friends until it was dark. I remember going to the shops to get my dad's cigarettes. Now, that would never happen these days. Now, 1983 was a really good year, not only for music, but also television and film. On our TV screens, we had hit shows like Family Ties, starring Michael J. Fox, Hill Street Blues, Happy Days with Fonz, Different Strokes, the sci-fi classic V, The A-Team with Mr. T, Scarecrow and Mrs. King, Webster, Fraggle Rock, which I absolutely loved, and from Australia, The Soap, Sons and Daughters. On the big screen, there were some amazing films from 1983, including Flashdance, The Return of the Jedi, Staying Alive, Tootsie, The Outsiders, and Risky Business, starring a very, very young Tom Cruise. On the music charts, there was so much great music from 1983. Of course, one of my favourites, Irene Cara, What a Feeling. Michael Jackson was big that year with Billie Jean and Beat It. Lionel Richie, All Night Long. Kenny Rogers and Dolly Parton with the classic duet, Islands in the Stream. Bonnie Tyler with the awesome song, Total Eclipse of the Heart. The Police, Every Breath You Take. Culture Club with Do You Really Want to Hurt Me. Billy Joel, Uptown Girl. David Bowie, Let's Dance, and of course the iconic Aussie classic, Men at Work, Down Under. But one band that really captured my attention and my heart in 1983 was Spandau Ballet. 
So the album True from Spandau Ballet turns 40 years old this week. I can't believe it was 40 years ago. It only seems like yesterday I was in my room listening to the record on my turntable. Now the album is just over 35 minutes long. It only has eight tracks on the album with all tracks going for more than three minutes. Very, very different to what's happening these days where everything is less than three minutes. But um, back in those days, the songs were a lot longer and had more sort of edge to them. And I think that's why I love this album by Spandau Ballet. It was the right place at the right time, full of great songs. Spandau Ballet are a five-piece UK band. Tony Hadley on lead vocals, Gary Kemp on guitar, his brother Martin Kemp on bass, John Keeble on drums, and Steve Norman on percussion and sax. They released their first album in 1981, Journey to Glory, and in 1982 they released their follow-up, Diamond. But it was their third album, True, which I absolutely loved, released this week in March 1983. Now, at the time, I was living in Auckland in New Zealand, and behind our house was a caravan park called Tui Glen. It was a massive park with the kids' playground, a roller skating rink, a scout den, and of course, it had heaps of room for people with caravans and campers on the holidays to come and stay. And it was one weekend, me and my friends were at the park, and there's 20-somethings were playing soccer on the field. From their car, we could hear some great tunes, and I was thinking, I know some of these songs. Oh my god, it's the new Spandau Ballet album. Now at the time, I remember thinking, here were these guys playing football on the field, the car stereo was blasting Spandau Ballet, and I thought, there's no one going back to the car to flip the tape over, what's happening? My tape player didn't do that, but of course in car stereos they do have that function where the tape flips over automatically, unbeknownst to me. Anyway, (laughs) so that was my first introduction to the album by Spandau Ballet. It was a few weeks later where I finally got the album on vinyl, and as you can imagine it was on my turntable non-stop. Now the album consists of eight tracks, all written by the group's songwriter Gary Kemp, the album was produced by Tony Swain and Steve Jolly, who had worked with Bananarama. They also went on to work with the likes of Alison Moyer, Dinah Ross and Wang Chung. An interesting fact here, the band worked with the guys for the first time due to a fallout with previous producer Trevor Horn. Now the pair produced the track Lifeline and the band felt comfortable with the working arrangements, so continued to work on the rest of the album. Lifeline was the lead single, reaching number 7 in the UK and number 11 in Ireland. single was Communication, reaching number 10 in New Zealand, number 12 in the UK, 13 in Ireland and 24 here in Australia. Now check out the very, very dated video of that track on YouTube. It's a bit of a hoot. <laughs> now, one thing that I found really striking about the album was the cover art. Now, at the time, Gary Kent was interested in a lead singer called Claire Grogan. 
Despite having a girlfriend at the time, though, they had common interests and at the time were listening to the likes of Marvin Gaye and Al Green, which inspired the album, including tracks like True. Now, Claire was the lead singer of a band called Altered Images, and their cover artist, David Band, was also interested in Claire, lucky girl. Gary asked them to work on the band's cover art for the upcoming album. On a camping trip, they went to the pub, and David was drawing on his sketchbook, and a dove appeared, which was the main symbol for the album cover. The title track, True, was the third single from the album, and the biggest success. This track, of course, is Spandau Ballet's biggest hit, reaching number one in the UK, Canada and Ireland, number three in Spain, number four in New Zealand, Australia, Netherlands and the US. The track Gold was the fourth single, inspired by the 1964 Bond theme, Goldfinger, by Shirley Bassey. The track reached number two in the UK and the Netherlands, number three in Belgium, number four in Ireland and Spain, eight in New Zealand, nine in Australia, 12 in Canada, and 29 in the US. Make sure you check out the video on YouTube. Now, when it came time to release the fifth single from the album, the band's label actually wanted them to release Heaven is a Secret. Heaven is a secret. It's a passion. It's a long way over there. Far from her arms tonight. Heaven is a secret. It's a passion. I really like this track. I'm not sure why the band refused to release it, but I really love that track. But instead they chose the track Pleasure, which was given a limited European release, reaching number 27 in the Netherlands and 32 in Belgium. Overall, the album True was a huge success all over the world, reaching number one in the UK, Netherlands and New Zealand, number four in Australia, number eight in Germany and Canada, number 13 in Sweden and number 19 in the US. Looking forward, Spandau Ballet first split in 1990 after their final studio album, Heart Like a Sky. It wasn't until 2009 where the band reformed and toured the UK and Ireland. And in 2010, the band toured Australia with Tears for Fears. In 2017, Tony Hadley left the band permanently. Looking back, Spandau Ballet had six top 20 albums in the UK, five top 40 albums in Australia, and four top 20 albums in New Zealand. 
The band have had 17 top 40 hits in the UK, 16 top 20 singles in Ireland, 10 top 40 singles in Australia, 9 top 40 singles in New Zealand and Spain, and 3 top 40 hits in the US. True was their third album. The first two albums weren't really on my radar, but True was, and since then I've become a massive fan. Interesting story here, for the next album, which is Parade, which was released in 1984, I remember there was a competition on the radio where you could enter to win the album. And I was trying to phone all day to win this album because back then the radio stations would have these competitions where every hour they'd give away a copy of the album on vinyl. So I was trying to get through and try to be the right caller, caller number five, caller number six, and I couldn't get through. I was devastated. So my dad, bless him, called the radio station and somehow I managed to get my album. That was such a great moment. And I still remember going into the radio station to pick that vinyl up. (laughs) Now, over the years, the guys from Spandau Ballet have gone on to do different things. Gary Kemp is also an actor, appearing alongside the late Whitney Houston in the iconic film The Bodyguard. He's had various movies and TV shows over the years, including the UK drama Casualty. Like his brother Gary, Martin is also an actor, appearing in various TV shows and films over the years, including iconic UK soap EastEnders. Just this year, he appeared in the UK version of The Masked Singer with his wife Shirley, who was a former backing dancer and vocalist with Wham. And of course, lead singer Tony Hadley has gone solo, releasing various solo albums over the years, including his latest album, Talking to the Moon, from 2019. Tony continues to tour with his band, playing his solo material and those iconic tracks from Spandau Ballet. I hope you enjoyed that trip back to 1983, profiling one of my favourite albums, True, from Spandau Ballet. Now make sure you follow the show on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram and TikTok. I will be posting heaps of content this week, including some retro videos and photos. So I hope you all enjoy those throwback moments. Finally, a massive thank you for all your support. There's so many podcasts out there, and I thank you so much for choosing the Sound Museum to listen to. Until next time, have a great week, take care, and I will see you soon.